This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rolled the pine. I'm your host, Dan. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Matt versus Benchwarmer Scott and newcomer Chris Shen. Welcome to the bench, Chris. Why don't you take a moment to uh, let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, anything else you'd like to share? Um, well, I'm from the outside of uh, Worcester, um, which is in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, so I'm about 30 miles from Boston. Um, I cheer for all the Boston teams, Bruins, Celtics, uh, Patriots, and Red Sox. And then because of where I went to college, I'm also an Ohio State fan, but I didn't go to Ohio State. You've got all kinds of people loving you today then, aren't you? Yes. I've had a lot of championships to celebrate in the last 20 years. Yeah, you have. I mean, it's been, it's been what? Yep. A good three, four months since you've had one, right? Uh, it's been longer than that. <laughs> well, Almost it's because we year. just haven't had any sports. That's why. Yeah. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm good, Dan. Uh, it was just brought to my attention that I'm at an even 500 record as a bench warmer. So this is the swing game here. So, uh, you know, if Eric and Matt want to take it easy on me, that's cool. All right. Uh, you have a team name for me today. Uh, yeah. So, you know, my uh, partner here, Chris, being a Celtics fan and a Larry Bird fan, uh, we decided that we are going to be Larry and magic because he likes Larry. And I like most people like magic, like magic, the concept or magic, the, uh, the, the point guard, magic, the gathering, actually, uh, no <laughs> magic Johnson. All right. Eric and Matt, how's it going today, Eric? Yes, yes it is. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. I was able to get the kid in bed, um, came down here and, and uh, play some trivia, so I'm happy. All right, Matt, what's going on in uh, Wisconsin? Oh, you know, it's still the, you know, it's August, so nice and humid out and everything like that. So it's great. I did some, uh, got to uh, put a new screen on a screen door today, and I put the, you know, the, the, um, uh, spring on it so does a whack when it hits the door i love that it's my favorite so yeah eric is it uh is it time yet we can cut this out so is it time yet to announce any oh no I, I did last time you missed it he already, he already did man you sorry i didn't know you're supposed to be out so anyway my wife's pregnant you're welcome yeah hey congratulations <laughs> Thanks. i don't know how much congratulations and is, um it's, it's gonna suck um <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> so am i and uh, we've decided that uh, because Eric and I are the perfect combo, because he knows a lot of stuff post-1980, and I know a lot of useless crap before 1980, that we're the perfect uh, duo. So our name today is going to be the 1972 Dolphins. Ooh. So I've got the 1972 Dolphins against uh, Larry and Magic. So uh... I think Larry Bird would just kick the crap out of Mercury Morris, though. As as <laughs> as we would all hope he would. Yeah, Mercury Morris needs to be probably. You know, I, I actively am cheering for any team except for except for the Packers, but any other team to go undefeated just to shut him up. Any yeah, other. Team. I remember you talking about that and that uh, when the uh, Patriots lost to the Giants. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, that was uh, two thousand eight, right? Well, it's a two thousand seven season. 2008. Yep. 
That was the game the Packers should have been playing. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we We're go. Going down this rabbit here hole we already. <laughs> I was at that NFC Championship game. Far through that interception. Dan, do you have do you have tailgate questions? Dan? I do. <laughs> we'll get there. Trust me, we'll get there. Well, anyway, now that we've uh, gotten all that out of the way, now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Tailgate question number one. When LeBron James joined the Miami Heat in 2010, he was forced to switch uniform numbers from 23 to 6 because the number 23 was retired. Whose number 23 is hanging from the Raptors in Miami? I'm pretty sure I know this, Eric. You sure? Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, we can check in. All right, the 72 Dolphins are checked in, and that's not going to sound weird the entire time we're doing this. <laughs> Larry and Magic, feel free to talk it out. Chris uh, is very adamant that it's not Harold yes. Miner. So baby Jordan. I'm, in, was... I'm inclined to agree with you on that. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think of – I'm trying to think of old Heat players, you know. I don't think they have too many retired numbers. I mean, yeah. they haven't been around, you know, too long. And it's not like everybody I mean, retired Jordan because obviously LeBron still wears it. Yeah, I mean, it's not Alonzo Mourning. Obviously, it's not – Ronnie Cycli, I was trying to think. It was like – I don't know what number he wore, but I hope it wasn't 23. I, I, but I don't know. It's not Tim Hardaway. I don't know how many other retired jerseys they have up to 2010. You know what I mean? It's not like they retired Wade. Obviously Wade was still, Wade was playing, still playing, you know, what about like a coach or front office? Could it be Pat Riley for some reason? I like, but he was still coaching. Was he still coaching them? Well, he, he was like, well, Spolster was the coach. He was, Still in the front office. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to pull it. Um, I don't really have anything either. I mean, out of everything we've said, I don't, I don't even necessarily feel better about one than the other. Do you want to go Ronnie Cycli just because it's the sure. first one you named? Sure. And Eric has the basketball card, so we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> and I don't think anybody knows how to spell his name. No. <laughs> no. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll check in with Ronnie Cycli. All right, Larry and Magic is checking in with Ronnie Cycli. 72 Dolphins, what did you come up with? I remember this. I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some weird thing where after he retired, the Dol- or the uh, the Dolphins, the Heat were going to be starting a movement to have everybody retire the number 23 from Michael Jordan. So we checked in with Michael Jordan. Checking with Michael Jordan. Well, the correct answer is that number 23 is Michael Jordan's number. And that's not the only weird thing the Heat have done. Um, as um, with <laughs> besides um, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, uh, Tim Hardaway, and Alonzo Mourning, Jordan's 23 is hanging in the rafters, as is Dan Marino's number 13. 
<laughs> um, however, the 13 isn't actually retired as a number to be used. They can still use the number 13, but it is still hanging from the Raptors with the retired number. That'll bring us to question number two in the tailgate round. The nation of Canada officially recognizes two national sports. Ice hockey being the national sport of the winter and this sport being the national sport of summer. We can check in. 72 Dolphins have checked in. Larry and Magic, talk it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's lacrosse. Yeah, I know it's lacrosse. We don't even have, have to Ooh. talk it out, I don't think. I mean, unless Scott has something. Not at all. That, yep, you're good. All right, you're checking in lacrosse. 72 Dolphins, what did you say? Yep, lacrosse. Points all around on that one. I'm not getting anything past you. It is lacrosse. Except the first question. (laughs) (laughs) On to question number three in the tailgate round. Now, let's see if you were paying attention, because this was discussed on the bench. How many points are available in a game of snooker on a maximum break? I actually blocked that post, so. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair... I believe I said this would come up on another episode that I hosted. The chickens have come home to roost. Okay, 72 Dolphins have confidently checked in. Larry and Magic, see if it will help to talk it out. It, it won't. Take it away, Chris, with our answer. <laughs> well, we were talking about 32 and a half because <clears throat> that splits Larry Bird and <laughs> Magic Johnson's number. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I don't even have a basis. For snooker, I don't even know how many, I didn't even know they kept points in snooker. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Should we take? Don't remember the post. Should we say thirty-two just because that was Alonzo morning? <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right, we'll say we'll check in with thirty-two. All right, Larry and Magic are checking in with thirty-two, and seventy-two Dolphins. What did you say? I remember something about it has to hit a red ball first, and then it has to hit the last ball in. So it has both of those have to be put in the same time. And I don't remember, but I, I, for some reason, 14 stick in my, sticks in my head, but I'm sure it's wrong. Well, with the two scores of 32 and 14, um, I'm almost embarrassed to say the uh, correct answer is 147. Mm. <laughs> now, listen, I'm going to give you how this works one more time. There are 15 red balls. Once you pocket a red ball the ball stays down, but then you get to shoot at one of the other six balls that are on the table. They're worth anywhere from two to six points. If you hit the black one and that one's worth six, I'm sorry, not, not six, seven, two to seven points. The black one's worth seven. So if you hit a red ball, then a black one, the black one comes out and gets spotted again, right where it was. Then you hit another red ball, another black one, another red one, another black one. Perfect game is 147 points. And I'm sure that will be remembered next time I ask about this. After the tailgate round, looks like right now we have a score of the 72 Dolphins with 20 and Larry and Magic with 10. Today's first quarter will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. All 
Our first Dean's List question tonight will be, I'd like you to name the sports with the top 10 fastest projectiles. And I'm going to tell you what that means. That means that it is something that is being put into movement by a human, not by any machinery. So it's human powered and the fastest 10 projectiles, the, the sports with the fastest 10 projectiles. And we will start with Larry and Magic. I, I think we can go with that one, Chris. All right. Um, so we're going to check in with uh, baseball. With the top speed reaching a record of 105 miles an hour, baseball is number eight on the list. I think, Eric, I think we can go with that first one. I yeah, that has you, right? to be number one. It has to be, yeah. We're going to go with the uh, Highlight. Highlight, with speeds reaching a record 187 miles an hour, is number three on the list. Wow. Three? I think they're probably all on there. Yeah. Which Do you want to just go with the first one that we agreed with? Yeah, probably. All right, so we'll, we'll check in with Tennis. Tennis, with top speed um, on a serve of 163 miles per hour. Tennis is number five. So um, the shuttlecock really takes off in this sport. I'm pretty sure it's super <laughs> fast. Um, we're going to go with badminton. With the shuttlecock reaching a top speed so far of 259 miles per hour, badminton is number one on the list. Wow. Wow. Yep. 259. <laughs> Crazy. We're going to go uh, with hockey. With the fastest shot ever recorded – being 114 miles per hour, hockey is number seven on the list. Matt, that one I just sent you has to be top three. So Yeah, you're probably right. Go for it. Right, we're going to go with uh, golf. Yes, a uh, properly hit golf ball can reach uh, up to 211 miles an hour, making golf number two. Just saying that we have one, one two, and three. I'm Scott just you know, letting you know that, so. I don't care what numbers are as long as they're in the top 10, man. <laughs> We're looking at numbers four, six, eight. I'm sorry, four, six, nine, and 10. All right. You want me to check in? Um, yeah. I'll ahead. check in with, we'll check in with uh, lacrosse. Lacrosse does not make the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? Four more? Yeah. This is that tough area. I mean, we can only really get two more, right? I mean, yeah. If we continue on. I don't know if it's worth how, how many points is each question or each answer worth? They're each worth 10. So best case, we, you know, we stay down 10 worst case. We lose 40 more points. So we're down 50. Yeah. That's a tough spot to be in. The problem is there's four left and that one, there's the only one that we've really said that hasn't been right. said yet. You know, Eric, what do you think? Should they go for it? <laughs> um, I mean, based on you know history, why don't you and... give them an example of something that they might be thinking of? So, so. I mean, I could give you some <laughs> yeah, answers, right? but I'm not hosting, so don't let him say bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can it's... throw those apom balls pretty hard. <laughs> I'd hate to, I'd hate to lose it at the end or use it at the end here when we need it later. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah I'm more inclined to keep it. All right. Yep. All right, so not using the mulligan. That means that 72 Dolphins, you can talk this out. So I, I think, right, so how about we go with soccer because we kind of both kind of agree on that? Yes, no? We're going to go ahead and check in with soccer. 
with speeds reaching up to 131 miles an hour. Soccer is number six. Take, take, take a shot with uh, squash. With speeds reaching 176 miles an hour, squash is number four on the list. I'm a kid. All right. So we have two left. So racquetball might still be on there then. So what do we have it down to? We've got racquetball, cricket. They already said lacrosse, right? Yeah, la- that, uh, so I'm trying to think of. Um, Wait, what about that one? You said it earlier. We didn't even come across it. Um, oh, which one? Table tennis. Oh, yeah. Table tennis. Right? Yes? No? We're- Let's go with it. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's check in with table tennis. With the world's fastest return at 72 miles an hour, table tennis is number 10. (laughs) All right. Now I say we go with racquetball. All right. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Racquetball. Racquetball is not on my list. Would you like to use your mulligan? No. No. But good call, bud, with the squash and over racquetball. Good call. All right. Well, the one sport that you were not able to name was said. Mm. And that is the bowl can go pretty fast, 100 miles per hour for crickets. Sorry, bud. That's fine. No no way of knowing. For our next Dean's List, let's uh, transition from the world of um, smaller sports and let's go back to the NFL. I'd like you to name the players with the most sacks in the NFL since the year 2000. Oh, and we will be starting with the 72 Dolphins. I like that yep, better though. Than, <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I do too. Right. I was just, do you want to go with that first? Yeah, let's go with that first. And then let me say I was just about to type the <laughs> gap tooth guy, but I can't think of what his name is. So we'll go with Michael Strahan. <laughs> Michael Strahan is not on the list. All right, we Would you like to use your mulligan? No, you don't. You don't have to use it. Well, but then I also think that if we got it that bad on the first one. Right? Yeah, there's a whole other Dean's list. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I mean, I can throw, we can throw names out there. But I don't know that I'm going to know any of them for sure. What about him? Yeah. He'll probably be on there. So the question is, are you going to use... Are we, are we using it or are we saving it? Let's do it. Are we we're going to use it. Wow. Who never would have thought I'd strike out on the first one. All right. Um, we're going to go. You good with that name? Yeah, let's go there. Let's go with Von Miller. Von Miller with 106 sacks is number nine on the list. Jeez. Oh, All right. Go we'll check it. in with uh, Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney. With 125 and a half sacks is number six on the list. All right, we're going to go with uh, former Kansas City Chief, Jared Allen. With 136 sacks, the man, the myth, the mullet, Jared Allen is number four on the list. And I heard what you did there. You're not going to get away with it. (laughs) We're going to check in with uh, Dwight Freeney's longtime teammate, Robert Mathis. With 123 sacks, Robert Mathis is tied for number seven on the list. Mm. Then we'll go uh, with uh, former Carolina Panther uh, Julius Peppers. With 159 and a half sacks, Julius Peppers is number one on the list. Yeah, we'll that works. Chris. We're going to go with uh, someone that's actually still active, uh, Terrell Suggs. With 139 sacks, Terrell Suggs is number two on the list. 
Go with it. All right. Uh, we're going to go with DeMarcus Ware. With 138 and a half sacks, DeMarcus Ware is number three on the list. You go. You, you like that one? Um, yeah, I'm just looking back through who else we mentioned. <laughs> Pretty good. We're going to uh, check in with former number one overall pick, Mario Williams. Mm. Mario Williams is not on the Ooh. list. Putting you in the same position you were last time, do you <laughs> want to use your mulligan? In this time, at least, we have more knowledge. There are three names left on this list. Number five, number eight, and number ten. Well, they used theirs already, though, so. I'll, whatever you want to do. I, I'll say, I say we hold on to it. Okay. All right, going to we'll hold on moving. to their mulligan. So we can go back to the 72 Dolphins, and you can try to talk the rest of this out. All right, some of the names that we both thrown out there were uh, Matthews, but no, I don't think he, he had a, like a couple of two, three years where he was a leader or top on the leaderboard, but not high up enough, sustained long enough. You brought up Chandler Jones. I think that's a good one. Then you said Cameron Wake, which made me think of Cameron Jordan, Jordan Cameron. <laughs> uh, it made me laugh too. So let's go with the. Uh, Cameron Wake. Cameron, which one? Cameron Wake. Wake? Yep. Yeah. Cameron Wake is not mm. on the list. Uh-oh. So the three that we were not able to name, coming in at number five, very sneaky total, 133 and a half for John Abraham. Oh he was on wow. he was on my short list that I was thinking yeah. in my head. I was gonna say the Falcons. The other player tied at number seven with Robert Mathis. And it's very ironic that the 72 Dolphins did not come up with his name. Yep. Jason Taylor. Oh, yeah. And number 10 with 105 and a half sacks, Elvis Dumerville. You know what? uh, When you said, uh, when you said um, Von Miller, I was going to say, who was that guy that was traded, but then not traded and then traded or whatever? So wasn't that Elvis Doomerville? No Mario Williams, but Elvis Doomerville. Yeah. Strahan scared me off of Jason Taylor. He was right? one of That's... the first guys I thought of. But then I'm like, Strahan's not on there. Jason Taylor's probably yeah. not on there. But hey. right. Good list, Dan. I like it. Yeah, very good. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a tight end one nice. next time. Just right. for you. On to our final Dean's list. There are 12 Red Sox players that have won the American League batting title. Two of them are Billy Goodman and Pete Runnels. I'd like you to name the other 10. And this one will go to Larry and Magic. Yeah, let's take, you know, one of the, the easier ones off the table since we, you know, we know that he uh, won the Triple Crown. So we know he's guaranteed to be on there. We're going to uh, go with Carl Yastrzemski. In 1963, 1967, and 1968, Carl Yastrzemski won the batting title. Over to the 72 Dolphins. Yeah, we got to take that one. Yep. Because most the one that you yeah, wrote? Yeah, most recent. That, I, I want to get the most okay. recent ones out of the way. Um, go for it. We're going to go with Mookie Betts. In 2018, Mookie Betts. Everyone you want to pick is uh, just save this one because I don't know if they're going to know this one. So we should keep that in our back pocket. Yeah, I mean, we can say that. If yeah, you we'll, we'll check in with uh, Ted Williams. I mean, he had 406. That better have won it. 
<laughs> I was waiting for Ted Williams to come off the board in 1941, 42, 47, 48, 57, and 58. Won the AL batting title. Any of those? Any of those three are good. Well, you go. You're the one that knows all these, so go ahead. I know the current ones. I need you in a minute. Um, Let's go with uh, Manny Ramirez. In 2002, Manny Ramirez. We'll say Wade Boggs. In 1983, 1985, 1986, 1987, and 1988, Wade Boggs. Just so you know, that was on my list. I'm working from the (laughs) The other two that I might know. Working from the other way. Um, Let's Mm. go with. uh, Are you good with uh, the other two I sent you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, We're going to go with Nomar Garcia Para. In 1999 and 2000, Noma. All right, why don't we say that, Chris? Yeah, because we have a mulligan, so. It's nice to have that, right? (laughs) Um, We'll check in with uh, Dustin Pedroia. Dustin Pedroia did not win the batting title. Mm. Obviously, you are going to use. I don't know. Scott has not used one before. (laughs) This is true, but we will use it this time. I guess let's get points on the board, right? And let's bring it out now. Go for it. All right. All uh, we'll check in with uh, Billy Mueller, a.k.a. Billy Miller. In 2003, Bill Miller. Oh, did I actually come up with one? Yeah. I'm just throwing names out there. I, I remember seeing that. Okay. We're going to go with, uh, I would imagine, probably the late 70s, Fred Lynn. In 1979, Fred Lynn. Sounds like the three we're shooting around are all maybes. Yeah, I mean, if that's the one you like the most, yeah. I say go for it. Your team, man. <laughs> um, all right, we'll check in with Jim Rice. Jim Rice did not win the batting title. Back to the 72 Dolphins, and you can actually talk it out now. So you got uh, Runnels and Lansford. Yeah. I like, like, I've looked at this list um, many times. How, how many are left? There are two left. And I do need to point out that I gave you Pete Runnels to start. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> one of my old school guys. Oh, I can't need to type it out. I think uh, Jimmy Fox might be on there. Or what was the other name you gave me? Uh, you gave, what was the other two names you gave? Runnels and? You said Lansford. No, what were the two names that he gave in the beginning? Oh, oh I gave you Billy Goodman and Pete Runnels. Okay, yeah, let's go. So let's go. Fred. Oh, guy. not Fred Lynn. I already said that. Yeah. What? Jimmy Fox yeah, like or Lansford? Fox. Jimmy Fox? Yeah. Fox. He's back like in the 30s, I think. Jimmy Fox. In 1938, Jimmy Fox. <laughs> there is one left. That's why I need Matt. He covers what I can't. His, I thought of him, but I he was just a slugger. I didn't think he would have had nothing the, left. The yeah, batting that, average. Well, Obviously, I don't know his first name, but I thought Lansford was like, 83 or 84 or something. Sure. What about Babe Ruth? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no. No. Well, he was with the Red Sox from 14 to 19, but he wasn't he wasn't as, as great a hitter as he was when he became went with the Yankees. Okay. Was he great to see play in person? He Matt? was, you know. <laughs> my dad brought me to the games and a couple shots of bumps of whiskey. It's great. He played himself in Pride of the Yankees. Did, I learned that the other day. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Let's go. I, I forget his first name, but Lansford. 
1981, Carney Lansford. Wow. Really? Nicely done. <laughs> I, I didn't even remember him being on the team. <laughs> that's the thing is I remember him as being yeah, like an that's open all day. I remember. But uh, yeah, he, he won the batting oh, title in 1981. I don't uh, come up with these often, so we just got to write this down. This goes on the list with Grady Sizemore. Sorry, just going to say. Hey, this is why I said we're the perfect team, because you got names mm-hmm. that... Usually it takes somebody having a nickname for me to remember who they are. <laughs> well, his first name is Carney. That's almost a nickname say, yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's short for Carnival, obviously. After the first quarter, we have a score of 72 Dolphins with 180, Larry and Magic with 110. There's quite a bit of game left to go as we head into the second quarter. How low can you go? How low can you go? For this quarter, there will be four questions consisting of five clues, given one at a time. After each clue, both teams will decide if they want to check in with their guests by sending a chat to the host. If a correct answer is checked in after the first clue, the team will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40. After the third clue, 30. And so on. How low can you go? Question number one, who am I? Number one, I was born in Sedan, France in 1960, the son of a Cameroonian footballer. Take another clue, yeah. Chris. Another clue. All right, Magic and Larry, want to take another clue? How about you, 72 Dolphins? Yeah, I think we... I... Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm just... I just threw a name out there, yeah. so... That's the only person I could even think. But so, yeah, let's go. We'll take another clue. Another clue, Dan. Question two. After playing six years as an amateur, I turned pro in 1977 and won my first title in 1978. Oh. You think you have it, Eric? Yeah, but I think I need one more just to solidify it. Okay. We'll take another one. All right, 72 Dolphins will take another clue. Magic and Larry. Probably yeah. have to, right? We'll take one more. Yep. All right. Question three. Between my son, my father, and I, we played three different sports professionally. Matt, we can check in. Okay. 72 Dolphins have checked in after three. That means that Magic and Larry, you can actually talk this out. His father plays. The father of the footballer. Yep. Went pro at 17 in 1977. Started playing amateur doing amateur at age 11 so it's got to be you know a sport where you can do that like at a snooker young age. <laughs> i have no idea snooker table is pretty big i don't know if an 11 year old is going to be able to reach everything <laughs> i can't think of many tennis players that have that i know of that have kids that you know are playing a different Monica sport Sellis, does she have any kids that right right uh, yeah i guess we got to take another one yep i'm taking another one you're gonna yep. hate this clue <laughs> In 1983, I became the first Frenchman in 37 years to win the French Open, defeating Mats Villander in straight sets, though there was already controversy surrounding me due to my marijuana use. So a stoner who played tennis. It's uh, McEnroe or Connors, either of them born in France. And had a, and had a father who was so. a Cameroonian soccer player. Bjorn Borg. <laughs> I thought Borg was German. He's definitely German. I really yeah. hope so with that name. Boris Becker. Tennis is definitely not my wheelhouse. <clears throat> now, Becker, 
I don't think it's I don't think it's Yvonne Lendl. Those are like all of the '80s male tennis players that I know. If it's female, we're talking Steffi Graf. It's not Navratilova. No, Monica Seles was then, right? Or she? She would have been later. Uh, I, she. I mean, she would have been early. She. She was playing, but I mean, she started winning like a little bit later. Jennifer Capriotti. No, she's American. I mean, I know she. Yeah, and she won. I know she 90s. won like a gold yeah. medal in '92. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've named all the names that I know of all of them. Boris Becker is probably the one, but I don't know anything about him having a son that plays a different sport. And I don't know anything about the marijuana usage either. Right. That yeah, that's lost upon me. I mean, I wasn't alive, so. Did Ricky Williams have a like father? I can... Who played tennis? He did have a father. <laughs> Who played professional tennis? He didn't know. He didn't he didn't confirm confirm that. That. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. Either. Yeah, I guess you we got take it. another clue rather than just guess. Yeah, we'll take the next clue. My son won back-to-back NCAA championships in basketball in the 2000s. Florida Gators won. Oh, it's uh, Joe Kim oh, Noah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's be, his dad's name would be the son we, can we just go with noah yeah i mean I, yeah it's uh yeah is it yannick it's definitely it his dad i oh yeah yannick or yannick yeah. right yeah I th- yeah all right let's do this let's do this we're going to check in with noah checking in with noah after the fifth question 72 dolphins what did you check in with after the third i only chalk this up to the fact that i've um started doing this podcast and start looking up more tennis facts um, but we checked in with Yannick or Yannick Noah that is correct I am Yannick Noah um, after his retirement from tennis he has become a well-known pop and reggae music artist in Europe he's actually quite good I, I, I spent about a half an hour of my uh, time writing the other day listening to him you're gonna cut good. some of his songs into this mm-hmm. oh I'm sure Matt will you ask Matt if he's gonna cut a song and he will he'll do it plus Oh, uh, <laughs> Scott, Elijah, Elijah Holyfield was, yes, undrafted and went to undrafted Carolina right. for practice. And yep. I think he, I mean, no, no one knows what's going on anymore, but I think last I knew he was on the Eagles roster. And Bjorn Borg is from Germany? Oh, is Come a hey. on, he's not German? <laughs> sorry, Seriously? I don't watch tennis. <laughs> yeah, sorry that I don't know where everyone is from, Matt. What's that guy's name? Lewandowski. Lewandowski. <laughs> yeah, Robert Lewandowski. How low can you go? Question number two. What am I? I was first awarded in 1985. The Maid of Sterling Silver. <laughs> We're going to need another one, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that off of that. Are you? I, I mean, I, I went out of my way to, to get one off clue one last time. But yeah, no, I'm not going to do that again. So 72 Dolphins are going to take another another clue, Magic and Larry. I mean, I'd like to be able to go yeah. for it to get the, the jump on them, but we should probably yeah. play it safe. All right, second clue. My first recipient has not been awarded me in the 35 years since. Uh, I say we, we got to take, take it. I, I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, we there's about a thousand things that could be. Not a thousand, but, you know. No, probably yeah. at least. Well, <laughs> we'll take another one alright 72 Dolphins are going to take another clue Magic and Larry how about yourselves we probably should right we have too many 
things circulating. All right, clue number three. I am not awarded in a designated city, but the last two times that I have been awarded have been in the same city. Eric, I think we need another one. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. Not even on the scent of it, so. I don't even know where to start, yeah. All right, 72 Dolphins are going to take another clue. Magic and Larry. Could be that, Chris. Could be a bevy of other <laughs> awards. I know. It hasn't been eliminated, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. Yeah, I guess. That, I mean, I'd rather take another clue. Yeah, let's take one. All right, taking another clue for both teams. Clue number four. My current owner shares a last name with me. I think that takes it away, Chris. Dude, I am so lost. Even if you have an inkling of an idea, Eric, let's just take the next one. I have Is there more? zero idea. There's, <laughs> There's one, more, one more, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no no clue. We need another one. Going to take another one with the 72 Dolphins? Chris, we should probably just take another clue. Yeah, we'll take one. All right, going for the fifth clue. I am awarded annually to the winner of the AFC Championship oh. game. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, we can check it in. 72 Dolphins have checked it in. Mm-hmm. Magic Larry. All right, the Lamar Hunt trophy. All right, um, Magic and Larry said the Lamar or should we just Hunt say, trophy. We, well, yeah, it's Lamar Hunt, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not the Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Magic and Larry said the um, Lamar Hunt trophy. And 72 Dolphins. We checked in with the Helen Hunt trophy. I mean, the Lamar <laughs> Hunt trophy. <laughs> Lamar Hunt Trophy. That is correct. It is the Lamar Hunt Trophy. It was first awarded in 1985 to the Miami Dolphins, who have not gone on to win it in the 35 years since. It was awarded in Kansas City for two years in a row, and the current owner is part of the Hunt family that the Lamar Hunt Trophy is named after. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chiefs also had uh, Kareem Hunt and uh, Akeem Hunt on their roster at, at some point. They use Hunt's ketchup, too. That's right. The third question in how low can you go is, where am I? Number one, my doors opened on November 1st, 1975 for an opening night spectacular benefiting local health institutions. We'll need another one, Eric, right? You're not going to get it off of that, are you? Uh, Lambeau Field? No? (laughs) Yeah. No clue. (laughs) 72 Dodgers are going to... 72 Dodgers? (laughs) 72 Dolphins? Wow. Wow. Man, tell me about the 72 Dodgers. Yeah, Turn it into JJ it. all of a sudden with Prickly Pete and Snoopy. <laughs> they, have like Ron, they have like Ron Say, the 72 Dodgers. Yeah. The 72 Dolphins are taking another hint. Magic and Larry. Probably, right? right. Uh, yeah, we'll take one more. All right, number two. One of my former occupants moved to Iowa in 2013. Eric picked up a scent. Nobody's saying they were around before 13 though. And, and yeah, but they've, but not just them, but there has been other ones in that same sport that have been there. There has, but I don't know. Yeah. I know that for a fact, Okay, but I don't know where they were before that. (laughs) So I think we need another clue. Okay. 72 Clippers are going to take another. <laughs> are they in San Diego? Dolphins are going to take another uh, another clue. Wait, were the Clippers in Were the Clippers in San Diego in '72, or were they in Buffalo? I don't know. I was just throwing a name out there. <laughs> weren't, they, weren't they in Buffalo? You should know, Eric. 
Yeah, in 72, um, I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. And I'm the old guy on this Even show. when I was born, I wasn't in Buffalo until like 88, 89. <laughs> take another clue, Dan. All right, Magic and Larry will take another clue. Clue number three. I hosted teams from the NBA, WNBA, WHA, IHL, AHL, AFL, and CISL between 1975 and 2003. Man, I say we're going with another one. I agree. All right. 72 Dolphins are taking another clue. Magic and Larry, how you doing? I think we need another clue, Chris. Yeah, me too. Clue number four. I am now the central home to a mega church that averages 52,000 attendees per week at all of their campuses. My senior pastor found himself in a little controversy after Hurricane Harvey. I know everything but the name. If your city's right, then I think we're... Oh, I'm 100% confident. Oh, are you? Oh, yes. Oh, then we're good. I know that. I just don't know the name. No, I got it. Okay, we'll check in. (laughs) All right, the 72 Dolphins have checked in after clue number four. Magic and Larry, you can talk it out now. Can you repeat the leagues that were were held in it? The NBA, WNBA, WHA, IHL, AHL, AFL, and CISL. So no NHL. No NHL. Every other HL and HA. Yeah. (laughs) And the only league I know any teams in is the NBA. I know WNBA. These guys know that. Yeah. I mean. Your bona fides are quite up there in that. Yeah, WHA is hockey, IHL is hockey, AHL is hockey, AFL is arena football, CISL is indoor soccer. Yeah, so we know. I mean, I, we know. I don't know where any of those teams. <laughs> I don't know where any of those teams are. I mean, the, the we used to have the Albany Firebirds here. They were an arena football team. Yeah, well, arena football has had teams in just about every single every city across the country. Locust, North Carolina, has not had one. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, well, we know that's out then. <laughs> so, I mean, it's 1975. So I'm wondering if the team started in 1975. Oh, wait, what's the name of the? Would it be Seattle? The, like the be key, Seattle. The, the key arena. That was their old NBA, WNBA right. stadium. Just the storm and the tonic. Right, and in. then well, and I wonder if there's relevance to this question because the Kraken <laughs> are they going to be playing there at another league? I mean. The, the only Iowa team I can think of is the Iowa Barnstormers, which is where I think Kurt Warner played his arena football. I mean, I don't know why that would, you know, how that helps us get to where they came from. I mean, our initial, my, right, the initial thing was the team moved to Iowa, right? One of yeah. the occupants. And they had, they had a WNBA team there in Seattle? I, yeah, they still do the Storm. Now, I, have, I mean, I have no idea for the other stuff. 1975. But, when but, it, a, when... but a hurricane in Seattle? That doesn't seem likely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. West Coast is, you know, I, I don't I don't know, like, whether they get hurricanes over there. Not typically. A typhoon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so we're thinking coastal then on the East Coast. I mean, hurricanes. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Harvey. I thought Harvey was the one that, it wasn't Harvey that hit, like, New York and, I just stay indoors anyway. I don't pay attention to the weather here. <laughs> Every day it's something different. So it's yeah. a different season. So, I, you know, I can't keep up with it. 
snooker season pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> Today was a nice, we had a nice autumn August day. So that was, that yeah. was nice this morning. Our autumn starts in November. So <laughs> it's a church thing too, you know, I mean, yeah, you would think like somewhere a little bit more Southern, right? You know, like Georgia or something, maybe. 1975, like November, 1975. Yeah. Like I said, you would think it's a basketball arena. NBA but basketball starts before then, doesn't it? Not back then though. I mean, it starts like, Early, like the last week of October now, but they've been moving it up forever. Atlanta. When did the Hawks start? Or but but where do the Thrashers play? No idea. You're asking me? Have you listened to this show? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I would have thought that they would play in yeah, the same I'm arena. Guessing. I think it used to be like the Phillips Arena. I think used to be the name of it. Uh, one of the Carolinas. They wouldn't have an NBA team. Yeah, they. I mean, they, Charlotte was their first NBA team. Not Tennessee. Well, what w, what they WNBA have... teams are on the East uh, well, Coast? They, there was a Charlotte Sting, but not anymore. Uh, so East Coast, New York Liberty, it's not them, obviously, because they played in MSG. Uh, I mean, there really aren't too many on the East Coast. Miami? No, they don't have a WNBA team. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean even if it is Atlanta, like – I don't know what the name of their stadium is. Yeah. Is that the last clue? There is one more clue. <laughs> Let's take the clue. All right. Reading the last clue. I was home to five NBA and WNBA championship teams in the 90s, as well okay. as host of the NBA finals in 81 and 86. Houston. The Rockets won two, the Comets won three yeah. in the 90s. I can't remember the name of the stadium, though. Um, I'm terrible with, with stadium names or arena names. I'm usually okay with them, but I just never pay attention to Houston. What was the one? Arizona? Where I <laughs> couldn't get bank of Chase Field. Bank, bank One, Bank One Ballpark, yeah. Chase. Chase. <laughs> Naming random banks that don't exist of anymore. Energy company. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I. It's not coming to me, Chris. Well, if it's Houston, I mean, would it be oil? Like, would it be gas? I mean, I don't know. Lucas Oil is Indianapolis. Yeah, it's Exxon Stadium, <laughs> Exxon Arena, the Delta Center. Is that it? Is it Delta American Airlines? It's at, I thought isn't Delta is Delta Atlanta? I mean, it very well could be. It's not United. I don't no, think United Chicago. That's Chicago. That's Chicago. Yeah, could be American Airlines. I don't know. Delta Center popped in my head, but. All right, we'll go, we'll go with the Delta Center. <laughs> sure, we'll check in with the Delta Center. Checking in with the Delta Center. Uh, 72 uh, Patriots, what did you uh, check in with after four? So uh, Joe Olstein got into a lot of crap for not letting people into the, into the uh, whatever his you know, arena or whatever it is. It's called a church. And, um, go ahead. Yeah, the church, sure. Yeah, that's what it is, right. Um, and then uh, the, the city's known a lot for its... Uh, it's a space thing, but actually there's a fairly large computer company that's from the area. And that's why it was called the compact center. Checking in with the compact center. It was known as the compact center for just a few years, but for the most part, that stadium was known as the Houston summit. Oh yeah. Okay. But I will accept compact center as well. Yay. <laughs> You won't accept the Delta Center. <laughs> will not accept the Delta Center. <laughs> protest. Formal Formal protest. protest. Formal protest. <laughs> I, I did throw in a Minnesota 
clue in there and that the um, the Houston Arrows were North Stars and the actually no the Wilds uh, mm-hmm. minor league team before they moved to Iowa and became the Iowa Wild in 2013. All right, the final how low can you go question is when am I? Number one, Liverpool FC won the English Football League first division with Everton finishing as the runner-up and West Ham United finishing third. We officially lost this one, Chris. <laughs> I don't know if you can see Eric's screen there. Yeah. He likes to point this out all the time. There's a lot there. If you've ever seen the amount of championships they've won. It, mm-hmm. You sound like a Boston a, fan. A way to, 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 to nail this but, down. But he said West Ham and... And Everton were second and third. Okay, 1925. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Clue number two. Greg Lamond became the first American to win the Tour de France. I know what. We're checked in. (laughs) You know know what? Check with me. All right. Whatever. Send it to him. All right. 72 Sonics have checked in. Magic and Larry, feel free to talk this one out. Uh, We should probably take another clue, Chris, just to try to narrow it down. Cycling and soccer, you know, soccer, yeah. <laughs> definitely not my strong suits. Yeah, Dan, we we get wheelhouses for a reason. Next clue, number three. Mike Tyson knocked out Trevor Burbick to become the youngest world heavyweight boxing champion in history. Does that help narrow it down? I I know you. Yeah, think so. I think so. They're checked in, so we can say it out loud. Yeah, I mean, I think it was definitely the early '80s. Yeah. Oh, of course. I think. Um, 1980 would have been, I mean, that would have been an, I think that was an Olympic year. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know why it means anything, but I feel like Tyson won the, won it in 81. 1981 was for some reason that, that registered in my head for Lamond. We're then, way behind. If you want to check that in, fine. Yeah. 81. Yep. All right. We'll check in with 81, 1981. All right, checking in with 1981. Matt, you uh, you had some serious thunder on this one. What did you say? Now I'm questioning myself, but I'm I checked in with 1986. I think it was 1986 when Lamont won, and then he got into that hunting yeah, accident, right. and then he came back and won it again in 91 and 93, I think. So um, we checked in with 1986. That sounds more correct. <laughs> 72 Giants checked in with 1986. And Magic and Larry checked in with 1981. The last two clues, the Louisville Cardinals defeat Naismith Award winner Johnny Dawkins and the Duke Blue Devils to capture their second NCAA men's basketball title. And number five, an errant ground ball skips between Bill Buckner's yeah, legs. That's 86. <laughs> allowing the New York Mets to stay alive in game six of the World, seven, World Series and would eventually go on to win in game seven. I am 19... 86. It wasn't Buckner's fault. It was the manager's fault. Oh, I don't left him in there. Shouldn't <laughs> have left him yep. either. Should put a defensive replacement. Yep. It's an unwritten rule. <laughs> What's an unwritten rule? <laughs> he was supposed to let it go through his legs. <laughs> and then he had this card like a couple years later where it was him like posing like he's fielding a ground ball and like, you know, the, the tubes they roll the tarps up into? One of those was sort of facing him, so it looked like a giant like tunnel oh, like, no. between his legs. We don't have to worry about killing yeah. him. He's already dead. 
Heading into halftime, we have a score of 72 Trailblazers, 280. <laughs> Magic and Larry, 130. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one. In 1984's The Natural, Robert Redford plays Roy Hobbs, an incredible baseball player with a troubled past who lands a spot on which fictional team? You might say the climax of this film is electrifying. We can check in. All right. 72 Kings have checked in. Magic and Larry, talk it out. I thought he was going to ask for the character's name, and I knew that. Then he said Roy Hobbs, and I was like, crap, I'm not going to know this answer. Electrifying. I I thought he was going to ask for the bat's name Mm -hmm. and that i might have been able to come up with all right well trying to picture it there's an electrifying clue so it's light lightning something lightning makes sense yep i mean should we just say lightning i mean i don't don't know or yeah i don't think it's thunder it was i'm trying to picture it like sort of reminds me of like the old yankees uniforms for some reason are tigers like pinstripes and i can see it in my mind's eye, but okay. I mean, I don't. I saw that movie so long ago. Yeah, I mean, lightning makes sense. Electrifying. Yeah. You know that's. And I remember there's a lightning bolt on. I think it was on his bat. Um, okay. All right, we'll we'll check in with the lightning. You want to check in with the lightning? Yep. All right. Magic Larry, I've checked in with the lightning. Seventy-two Knicks. What did you say? I would love to know when the first uh, stadium that had lights in it is. I, we should do a question on that. I it was uh, Cincinnati. It was that was the first one. When was that? What year? Um, I don't remember. It's just one of those. Oh, things like the name of that stadium. Thirties. Crosley. Crosley. Yeah. Well, like what? So, like what era though? Oh, it's old. Yeah, thirties maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway, so this one he hit the ball into the lights, and he played for the New York Knights. That's right. And the correct answer is the New York Knights. Question two of the halftime show. Played at every home game from 1977 to 1991. What is the alliterative theme song of the Hartford Whalers? We're we're checked in. All right, Magic and Larry are checked in. 72 Bruins, go ahead and check this one out. Talk this one out. (laughs) It's it's it's, no it's, it's it's something with whalers. No 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 no. It's um something bonanza. Where was something bonanza? <laughs> bonanza. Yeah. Like a bounty bonanza or no 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 no. My favorite kind of bounty. Bonanza. You don't booty? mention the word bounty around me, please. Yeah. Booty. I mean, they weren't pirates though. Whalers. What um... oil? No. Something with B though, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's alliterative, so. Brass, brass Bonanza. Brass, that's it. Yep. We're going to go with Brass Bonanza. <laughs> Checking in with Brass Bonanza. Magic and Larry, what did you say? Well, we didn't say Brass Bonanza. <laughs> uh, we thought it would have whales or whalers in the title, so I came up with Wahoo! Whalers! <laughs> If they ever get a team bag, that's where they're calling you. <laughs> well, one team getting points here. Scott was the brass bonanza. Oh my gosh! How did you come up with that? Because I used to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs>
You're such a nerd. Question three. George Plimpton, an author and decidedly not an athlete, joined the training camp of the Detroit Lions in order to demonstrate what would happen if an everyman were to get a chance to play on Sundays. This experiment was recounted in a book released in 1966 and a feature film of the same name in 1968 starring Alan Alda as Plimpton. Name this book. Pretty sure it's one of the Harry Potter books. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> oh, it sounds the like Sorcerer's Stone. There it is. <laughs> no, it's... Chris, don't listen to them. It's Goblet of Fire for sure. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I'm sending this to you, Dan. <laughs> it's better than sending it to me because I'm not going to have any response for you. <laughs> Is there a is there a brass bonanza book? Did they end up making a a book or anything? No idea. Matt, you do need to uh, look up brass bonanza and put it behind that. Uh, oh that yes. Last question. Oh, it's it's a great song. The um the owner, um the 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 owner when they when he bought the team in like 1990, decided he didn't like the song anymore, and he thought it was just too cheesy, so they got rid of it and basically. The who's who of hockey came to him, Gordy Howe being one of them, mm -hmm. and said, "No, you're putting that back." Oh, and the band didn't last that. very long. Yeah. I heard they were going to switch over to Wahoo Whalers. Mm. That's what they wanted to do. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt has written down "Watch out, Whalers." I like. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Watch, Watch out, out Whalers. Whalers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. All right. So um, my my weak point is literature, Matt. So we can. Uh, check in with just about any book ever written. Let's go with the Farmer's Almanac. Other team hasn't checked in yet. yet. No. Oh, did, did it help him out? Did that that's help him out? Gonna help us. Yeah. All right. We can eliminate. All right, Farmer's Matt, if you like that, then go with it. it. Yeah. I'm. I remember that being a thing. So sure. I don't know if it's right, but we're we're checking in. All right. The seventy-two Panthers have checked in with. We don't know what they checked in with, and there was no seventy. Just say what? So. What league was that? <laughs> <laughs> Pit. 72 yeah, pit right. Panthers. 72 yeah. Panthers. Yeah, I, I like that, Chris. I mean, all right, you want to check that in? So, did, yes. did they already check in also? Yes. They did. Sure. Go ahead and check it in. Uh, we said uh, from the hash mark. From the hash <laughs> mark. I thought he was a kicker or something, but. Well, he was an author and <laughs> decidedly not an athlete. <laughs> um, he just wrote yeah. about it. Um, 72 Whalers, what did you say? <laughs> So, yeah, he wrote a series of books and stuff like that about uh, him being like the everyday man and going out and trying to do things that other people, you know, like extraordinary people do. So I don't know why he went to the Lions. Uh, to I was going to say ahead. no one extraordinary has yeah, ever played for exactly, the Exactly. But I remember a book I thought he wrote, and I thought maybe since he was with the Lions, it was called The Paper Lion. Well, the name of this book and the name of the movie starring Alan Alda was... Paper Lion. Oh, yeah. You've got to be. This is this is not even fair. We, we we could take Eric off the team. Matt's we doing well today. That's what I'm saying. Like we're gonna take I've Eric actually that movie. for the next half of the game. We get Eric, and we're still gonna lose. Lion squirrel. <laughs> Number four. What is the name of the 1996 Oscar-winning documentary that tells the behind-the-scenes story of the Rumble in the Jungle, a highly anticipated boxing match between champion george foreman and a past his prime muhammad ali hold on i got a phone in front i need kells 
Okay. I think we're we're gonna check in with that. Yeah. Egg. We'll check it in. All right. The 72 Rams have checked in. Magic and Larry, what do you think? Just if that's what came to you, then yeah. I mean, so I I can picture the I think I can picture the cover of this. It's like black and white, and I'm pretty sure it has the word king in the in the title. Um, and I think I think it's like when they were kings. Sure. That's, that's that's what we'll check in I, with. Yeah, I know it's not the king's speech. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, checking in with when they were kings. 72 Rangers, what did you say? So I can picture it as well, and I just main thing I see is Muhammad Ali's face and then the, the just giant kings underneath, and I couldn't put it together. I didn't know if it was we are kings or we were kings, and then Matt um, threw to me when we were kings, um, and it makes sense. So we went with when we were kings. I am going to give both teams credit on this one. It is when we were kings, but when they were kings is very, very close to it. And pulling that name is enough to get the points. Thank you, Dan. That's just, those are pity points right there. <laughs> yes. too many points. I'm calling those. You guys were <laughs> dancing all the way around the name of that movie. and Yeah, those are neighborhood points. Right, question number five. This 2011 number one hit single by a former Canadian Idol contestant reached viral status when lip sync videos appeared on YouTube by the U.S. swim team, the Harvard baseball team, the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders, and the SMU women's rowing team. Uh, I think we can check this in, Chris. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Magic and Larry is checked in. 72 flyers. What do you say? That's it, Matt. We, we got to check it in. Carly Ray Jepsum with Call Me Maybe. Yep. Checking in with Call Me Maybe and Magic versus Larry. Or Magic and Larry. I actually, I actually knew one of these. <laughs> uh, it's 1,000% uh, Call Me Maybe. And the answer is Call Me Maybe. Points for both teams on that one. Heading into the second half, we have a score of 72 Penguins, 380. And Magic and Larry, 170. Can you just make the score 28 to 3? We might have a shot. <laughs> That's staying in. He can make that. He can make that joke. Yeah, That's beautiful. Exactly. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Every one of these pre and post games will have at least one Hall of Famer in it. Question number one of the pre and post game, this Hall of Fame pitcher and two-time Cy Young winner spent 12 of his 16 seasons with the Blue Jays. 
and also had a few memorable catches in Super Bowl 42. Does that work? Yeah, that does. Okay. We're going to go ahead and check in, Dan. All right. The 72 Yankees have checked in. Magic and Larry, we'll talk it out. All right, Chris. It's got to be Roy Halladay. No one who else. Did he pitch for, who did he pitch for with the, after the Blue Jays? The Phillies for the last. Okay. Yeah. No one else pitched for the Blue yeah. Jays for 12 years. And no one else won Cy Youngs that pitched for the Blue Jays. Except right. for like Pat Henkin and like Clemens, obviously. But we know it's not him. Yeah. And that works. Roy Halladay because we get – we can get first names. Damien, David Tyree. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I blocked you, that Super Bowl out of my head. I was going to say, you should know more about that Super yeah. Bowl than I do. I block it out. <laughs> but we said it was 2009, and that would have been 2000. Yeah, I know. That's a, little, that's a couple years ago. Really. Well, 2008 or 2007. Right. It could certainly be 08. All right. I don't think we're going to come up with anything better than yeah. that. I mean, he had memorable catch. Yeah, you know, catches. So. He said a couple of memorable catches. Yeah, I don't remember what other catches Tyree had. That was his last catch of his career, I believe, in the Super Bowl. I just can't think of another day something receiver that had memorable Super Bowl catches around that time for other teams. You know, and if we're looking at Super Bowls around that time, you've got Saints Colts. I don't remember any memorable catches catches from that one. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be Holiday David Tyree. Yeah, Steelers Cardinals. I mean, Fitzgerald had that catch after the second half, but that wasn't remarkable or anything yeah let you can check in check in with that all right so we'll check in with roy halla david tyree all right checking in with roy halla david tyree 72 steelers what did you say uh we had the same thing we checked in with roy halla david tyree all right and both teams getting points on that one david tyree did have a couple big catches in that game but none bigger than the helmet catch and roy halliday was the um, Hall of Fame Cy Young Award winner, 12 of his 16 years with the Blue Jays. So very good job. Number two, this Hall of Fame forward, two-time Olympic gold medalist and 1993 MVP is also the National League Rolaids Relief Man winner from 1991, 1992, and 1994. We can check in. All right. Magic and Larry have checked in. 72 Celtics. Talk it out. So the second part's got to be Dennis Eckersley, right? 91, 92. 91, 92, 94. AL? Yeah. I would think so. So forward, uh, James Worthy came to my head, obviously, but not. So Dennis, something Den? Like Wood Den? No. Unless it's not Dennis Eckersley. Oh, it could, well, I mean, forward could be a hockey player then too, right? So, well, wait, no, MVP. I mean, it's the Hart Trophy, right? Yeah. It's the MVP essentially, but nobody calls it the MVP in hockey. They call it the Hart Trophy Award winner. So MVP makes me think it's got to be basketball forward, right? So a forward who around there would be Elijah Wan was a center, so that wouldn't count him. Um, 93. Robinson, Carl Malone, possibly Charles Barkley. Am I? Are we wrong on the Dennis Eckersley? We may be. He said AL, right? Dan, you did say AL, right? Or did you say NL? Rolaids. It was also the NL Rolaids. NL. Oh. In 91, 92, and 94. Lee Smith? No. Lee Smith. Lee. Yeah. Charles Barkley Smith. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's go with uh, Charles Barkley Smith. 
checking in Charles Barkley Smith and Magic and Larry. What did you say? I won't necessarily say they backed into it. We won't do the beep beep or anything. That was, it was deductive reasoning. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, 1993 NBA MVPs, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley Smith. And points all around on that one. Charles Barkley Smith is the answer. Question three, this Hall of Fame left winger whose number is retired by the Kings won a Stanley Cup in 2002 as a player and in 2012 and 2014 as an executive. And he's also a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who had stints with the Packers, Falcons, Eagles, Lions, Browns, and 49ers. Check it in. Right. Magic and Larry are checked in. 72 Eagles. What do you say? All right. I got it. Was I helpful with that name I gave you yeah. or no? He won the Heisman, okay. right? What is it then? It's uh, Luke, Ro- yeah. Luke Robitaille Detmer. I forgot. He did not win the cup in 2002 with the Kings. He was on Detroit, I believe. So we uh, checked in with Luke Robitaille Detmer. Magic and Larry, what did you say? Chris, this is all you. Nice ball. Yeah. We, well, we also said the same. We said Luke Robitaille Detmer. Right. And that is correct. Points all around. It is Luke Robitaille Detmer. Question four. This Hall of Fame defensive tackle and state Supreme Court justice was a member of a famed defense and is a former strawweight UFC fighter and former contestant on Dancing with the Stars. I got the first part. There. Okay, you're, you got to get the second half. I have nothing to do with that one. Right. I have no idea. <laughs> no? I, I have no idea. I've never heard that name. So, But let's go with it. And let's check in. Yeah. We got it. All right, the 72 twins have checked in. Magic and Larry, feel free to talk it out. It, like I said, it's it's the Steel Curtain or the Purple People Eaters. This is a Dan game, so it's probably the Purple People Eaters. And this is one of those ones where I'm going to slam my head against the table when he reads the name because I, I know I know it. I'm just trying to think of UFC fighters that would have – I mean, Dance with the Stars has been around about 15 years or so. So it's going to be a relevant fighter, you know, for the last 15 years, I, male or female. Um, I don't remember like Ronda Rousey Ron, doing it. Yeah. Maybe she did. I don't remember her doing that. I don't think she would have had time. She got, you know, she lost to Holly Holmes, went on a little depressive thing, and then shined with WWE. I don't think she had time in between there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, my knowledge of Vikings defensive players that played prior to when Antoine Winfield first got there is very <laughs> limited. Yeah, I can't, I mean, I can't pull it. I'm going to be so pissed when I hear this UFC fighter. Yeah, I, 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 we may have to tap. I can't. I can't think of anything. I'm going to, uh, yeah, like Brat Hart and the sharpshooter at Survivor Series 97. We, uh, we're going to tap out. Dan, you can call for the bell. All right. Um, Magic and Larry have tapped out. 72 Brew Crew, what did you say? So, uh, Matt, so, hold, you, you hold got on, us halfway. Yeah, I would part. say you got us there. Yeah. Jim Marshall has to be a Hall of Famer, right? Isn't he, Dan? He's not. How is that? And that is very contentious, but he's not. That guy was dominant for like an eight to nine year period. Anyway, so Alan Page. Alan Page just retired here a couple of years ago as a Supreme Court justice. I think he sat on the Minnesota Supreme Court for like, I want to say like 25 years, Dan, right? He was on for a long time. And a brilliant jurist also. So Alan Page, I got the first half. 
And uh, UFC 3 was on sale a couple of months ago on Xbox Live for like 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, I'll give that a shot. Um, so after like playing it for a while, I'm like, I guess I'll, they, they added women fighters. So um, the only reason I know who she is. Um, yeah, no, really? I don't really follow the UFC as much as I should anymore. She's yeah. like the second most famous she's, fighter after Ronda. She's, she's special. Um, so <laughs> uh, we, we checked in with uh, Ellen Page Van Zandt. And points going to the 72 Brew Crew. It is Alan Page Van Zant. Um, just a note the for the uh, straw weight is only a women's weight class. It's the lightest weight class. Paige Van Zant is also no longer with the UFC. She just signed a yeah. um, contract with Bare Knuckles Fighting. That'll work out. Sure it will. <laughs> Question number five. This Hall of Fame shortstop played 20 years for one team, later went on to manage that same team. He also will continue to update his big board throughout the month of April. That's it. We can check in. Magic and Larry have checked in. 72 Chiefs, you can talk it out. Okay, so big board, it's got to be somebody that's a commentator for NCAA. It's got, oh, no, no, the big board Mal, for Mal, the draft. Mal Kuyper. So what former uh, shortstop managed their team? But didn't the White Sox have one of their shortstops, a longtime shortstop, manage the team? Ozzie Guillen? That doesn't uh, – he didn't play like, make, for them for 20 follow. years. No, no, I know. I just was I don't, trying to I, – I, I, I got you like, you know, <laughs> 80% of it right there. <laughs> you, I was trying. You got to come up with the old, <laughs> the old shortstop Hall of Famer. How many Hall of Fame shortstops that went on to coach their team does a guy got to get before you? I don't think Ozzy Ian's in the Hall of Fame. No, I'm not oh. saying you. No, never mind. I'm just giving me credit for no, at least Mel knowing Piper that is, I had a person. <laughs> um, okay. Ozzy Guillen d- deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for his press conferences alone. So other Hall of Fame um, shortstops, obviously not Jeter, not uh, Ozzy Smith. Uh Coach's team. Robin Yount. <laughs> Does that work with Mel Kuyper? No, it doesn't have to be it Mel has to be. Oh, sweet. But you're worried about Mike Mayock's big board? I'm throwing out names for you. Terrible. Jeez. Um this is this is this is your wheelhouse answer right here, where you need to come up oh. with this old baseball player that I probably have never heard of. I don't know. It could be an place baseball player that just retired here like five years ago. I don't know. Maddie, we play first base. Maybe didn't coach the Yankees. Something Mel, Harold Mel. Are you sure that it's Mel Kiper? Who's the other one? That's uh, kind of vague. There's the other guy. And if Scott's telling if Scott's guy. telling me there's another guy, it's not the other guy. I got nothing. Ozzy yeah, Smith, Mel Kiper. <laughs> it works. It works. It rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> sure. Ozzy Smith, Mel Kiper. All right. Checking in with Ozzy Smith, Mel Kiper. Magic versus Magic and Larry. What did you check in with? This, uh, this one was the ultimate team effort here. I obviously knew it was Mel Kiper, not Todd McShay, even though I really like Todd McShay. And then Chris got me the other half, Chris. So why don't you uh, tell him what it is? Yeah. So. Um, Alan Trammell Kuiper Jr. <laughs> and the correct answer is Alan Trammell Kuiper Jr. That one's really hard to say. It does not roll off the tongue as well as Ozzy Smith Mel Kuiper does, <laughs> but it is the correct answer. Alan Trammell Kuiper Jr. 
not that Obviously. old of a player. <laughs> he played. In oh, the so not my, not my. <laughs> well, he retired in. Did he retire in the nineties? Yeah, he managed the team not too long ago. No, against the the White Sox all the time. And I got to say, what are we at the end of the third quarter mm-hmm. here? This is about the time the Patriots started their comeback. Oh, here we go, the Falcons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I put my foot on the gas now. All right. After the third quarter, we have a score of 72 Padres, 460, and Magic and Larry at 250. Still anyone's game. All right, that brings us to the fourth quarter, which is known as put your fours up. You all know how this works. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. All right, your categories for Put Your Fours Up are person, woman, man, (laughs) camera, TV. Love it. Oh, that sounds love like a party. it. <laughs> love it. Are you sure? Have you taken a? Uh, <laughs> I took a cognitive <laughs> test. Yeah. And cognitive. I nailed it. Uh, no one ever gets I that right. Ask me that ten minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm love, gonna urinate uh, all I over myself. Lamp. Um, I love carpet. I love desk. I love lamp. I love lamp. Yeah. I love lamp. <laughs> it's now time for the teams to place their wagers via chat to the host. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one, in person. Brothers Chuck and Wesley Person both played for and have had their numbers retired by which university? You can check in. Magic and Larry have checked in. 72 Astros, go ahead. Uh, Colt 45s. I don't think the 72 Astros existed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just naming teams now. (laughs) Chuck Person, Rifleman, Auburn. Right? Yeah. Okay. I like it. With Charles Barkley? No. Yeah. You play with Charles Barkley? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go go with that. I like it. We're going to check in with Auburn. Checking in with Auburn, Magic, and Larry. What did you check in with? Yeah. A few episodes ago, I accidentally said Alabama when I meant to say Auburn when I was talking about where Charles Barkley and Chuck Person went to school. Uh, Chuck's the all-time leading scorer for Auburn. Correct answer is Auburn. Correct answer is Auburn. Thank you for doing my job for me, Scott. You're welcome. Yeah. Gotta, I got to get my voice in there somehow because we didn't do much this episode. 72 Rockets, what did you say? I'm, I'm sorry, 72 Rockets, what was your wager? Uh, we wagered uh, eight points. Wagered eight points. And Magic versus Larry, what was your wager? We wagered 60 points. 60 points. Question number two in woman. With over 3,000 career points, which current Minnesota Lynx player is the all-time leading scorer for the Connecticut Huskies women's basketball team? We can check in. All right. Magic and Larry have checked in. That's it, man. Okay. Maya Moore. Checking in with Maya Moore for how many points? Uh, for eight points. And Magic and Larry, what did you check in with? 
uh, for 60 points, we also checked in with Maya Moore. All right, and points all around on that one. The correct answer is Maya Moore. I thought with so many different uh, women having played for the uh, dominant Huskies that that would have been a lot tougher of a question, but it was not. Now it's the links that gave it away. Yeah. Question number three in man. Since the 2014-2015 season, what company has been the primary sponsor on the Manchester United jerseys? He said since, so it's got to be the current one, yep. then, right? Yeah, we can check in. The uh, 72 Manchester United team has checked in. Was Lewandowski on that team? Uh, no. Lewandowski, and no, he was not. But uh, Magic and Larry, you can talk this one out. Um. I'm pretty sure it's some like healthcare company. I want to okay. say like, it's like initials, like HTC healthcare or something, something like that. It's. I yeah. I'm not it. great with worldwide yeah. healthcare. Yeah. I mean, I know the local stuff here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm not either. Um, <laughs> I mean, we didn't put anything on this anyways. Right. So we did not spoil spoilers. spoilers. Oh, sorry. If that sounds good to you, HTC, yeah, sure. HTC healthcare. healthcare. HTC Healthcare checking in. 72 Browns, what did you say? So it used to be, I don't even know how to say the company. Um, it was AON for the longest time, um, but then they recently changed it to Chevrolet. We wagered a solid eight points on that one. All right, and that uh, points to the 72 team on that one. It is Chevrolet. Um, going into the fourth question, by the way, I just want to give you a quick update on the scores. The... 72 Bengals have 484 points and Magic versus Larry is at 370. So it is still anyone's game. Question number four in camera, Mark Kaufman took the picture that would eventually become the first cover of Sports Illustrated in 1954. It featured what Milwaukee Braves power hitter who would lead the National League in home runs twice and have his number 41 retired by the Braves. Okay. I mean, I don't have a better name, so. Yeah, we'll check in. All right, 72 Braves have checked in. Magic and Larry, talk it out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and check in, too. So I'm a little excited. I just found out that my man Damian Lillard beat the Lakers in game one. Ooh, that's always good news. All right. Um. Yeah, uh, we're going to check in with Eddie Matthews. Checking in with Eddie Matthews for how many points? 60. For 60 points. And 72, I don't know where we're going, 72 Notre Dame. What would you, you check in with? I mean, I remember, I thought I remembered him rounding the bases and with after he hit his 716th home run and with the number 41 on his chest. So I thought it was Hank Aaron. And we uh, so we wagered eight points on that. And the correct answer, number 41, was worn by Eddie Matthews. How many points did they wager on that? They wagered 60 points. 28 to 3, fellas. So right now the score <laughs> is the 72 Chargers with 476 points and David, David. David. <laughs> Right now, the score is the 72 Chargers with 476 points and Magic and Larry with 430 points. 
on to our final question, which, spoiler alert, contains a tight end. Ah, <laughs> oh, we lose. We had a shot. In TV, what legendary broadcaster for ABC, who was definitely not a Super Bowl winning tight end for the Packers, was known for his catchphrase, Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> we can check in. Mm -hmm. All right, the 72 Packers have checked in. That means David, Magic, and Larry, you can check it. You can talk it out. <laughs> Where David came from. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that's Keith Jackson that, that has that catchphrase. Um, oh, check it in. And I, yeah, I remember him. I don't remember him playing tight end, but I'm pretty sure he was a tight end. So yeah, check it in. we'll check in with uh, Keith Jackson for 60 points. Checking in with Keith Jackson and the 72 Vikings. What did you check in with? Yeah, it wasn't uh, the other tight end on that team, Ed West. It was. Oh, Nelly, let me tell you about Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson, and for nine points for Keith Jackson, well and that's points all around. And the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. The 72 Dolphins finish with a score of 485, and our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Bill Musgrave Award <laughs> with 490 points, is Magic and Larry. Great game. Way to come back on that one. I just want to say um, thank you to Chris for coming on. Chris, is there anything that you and Scott like to say before we call it a night? Yeah, I want to um, thank you guys for uh, inviting me on the podcast. I had a lot of fun. Um, I also want to thank my wife who's been watching the kids, you know, while I was able to do this and say hi to my kids, Max and Paige. We'll probably hear this at some point. Is she named after Paige Van Zant by any chance? <laughs> no, I don't even know who Paige Van Zant is. And okay. she wasn't named after the wrestler Paige from WWE either. Probably the right call on both of those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Chris, thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for being such a fan of the show. Really had a great time with you. Uh, yeah. Glad that we were able to make that comeback at the end. Um, I also want to thank Eddie Matthews uh, for being on. <laughs> the Braves and winning us the game essentially there. Um, Dan, great game. I know you put a lot of work and a lot of time into it and maybe you felt like it didn't pay off early on, but you know, it was a good game all around. All right, Eric and Matt, any last things you want to say before we call it a night? So this loss is squarely on Matt's shoulders. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you missed saw a 41 as a I didn't miss see anything. I told him that that was probably not right. Uh, no, he, 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 <laughs> for, he, I guess he made up for, for all these other questions he got right that I would not have gotten. So, um, no, I always let, I will say though that I told you to wager much different numbers <laughs> than you did. If we would have went with my wagers, we would have killed. If we would have, if we would have went with my wagers and you got the one question I need you to get. <laughs> we would have won but whatever uh, no I always love teaming up with Matt so it's, it was fun alright well thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast and until next time we'll keep the bench warm that ball hit high and deep stretch stretch get on back there they look up you can put it on the board yes yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night.
That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. 